0: to 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the 9to5 entertainment system. If you enjoy 9ES and I'm sure you do because you're listening to this show, please consider heading to our Patreon, which is patreon.com/9to5cc and subscribing to the 9ES deluxe level. What happens when you do that? Well, if you do that, You get access to a bonus episode of 90S called Garbage Time, where we basically let the mics roll after the show and talk about a bunch of other stuff that doesn't make the main show. Like on this week's episode of Garbage Time, we talk about Mad Max, Fury Road, and Blade. You know those movies. But you're not listening to the Garbage Time episode, you're listening to the main episode where we talk about X-Files, Star Wars, the Jackass crew at WrestleMania, Logan Paul at WrestleMania, something that happened between Chris Rock and Will Smith, Uh, Jay Beagle and the NHL Assault and the Coyotes announcer who sucks, Donald Glover, Moon Knight, and Murder on the Nile. All this and more on 90S, and the show starts right now.
1: gave up on the story with the black cancer and then they went really weird and then it picked up again later when they started doing more like w- out there episodic experimental kind of stuff
2: season 6 is yeah. pretty good it's, it's post movie yeah. yeah and they just kind of went back to having fun and doing weird stuff yeah. and looks great hmm yep yeah. with some weird conspiracy stuff still happening and that's fine
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you're there for, kind of. Yep. And and then the will she will they won't they kiss. Well, no, but that that that's up to the
0: movie, right? Because the yeah. movie resolves yep. that. Well, post movie, post movie. Well, not resolves, but like yeah. post movie,
1: it's kind of like. All right, we're done with that shit. Now let's do some. Exactly. Let's have fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it, it's it's fun if you're if you're watching it, and again that remaster looks great, <laughs> while the Buffy one <laughs> really does awesome. not.
0: Yeah, I still really want to do, watch one of those, like, curated lists or whatever of X-Files. I feel that I don't have the t- patience to, like, redo seven or eight freaking 22-episode seasons. Yeah. But, like, like, the, those, like those lists of you're like, here's the, like... Like, there's, like, the good ones where it's, like, they contain all of the, like... All of the Mythos episodes, but then also all of the best one-offs. Like you want both, right? Like you want like a bit of mix. Like you don't yeah. just want to watch the main story. Oh,
2: yeah. You you want the one with Alex Trebek guest starring.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like you want a couple of the like the goofy guest star episodes, yeah. or like well, the black and, the, and white one, the, the last house one.
1: on the left one, yeah. like the creepy Ooh. inbred, yeah. the one that was not allowed on TV. Yeah, the one I mean, mm-hmm. was intense as hell. That was gross. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good stuff.
0: it. You want you want it's that tough. list. I want that list. Like, there, there's a list kicking around like that that I tried to, I really tried to get into the, I guess, what is it? Star Wars, Star Wars clone things or whatever.
2: Um, clone Wars? Clone Wars. Clone
0: Wars. The Clone Wars series. Because that people say that that's
2: like the best Star Wars of our lifetime, right? Like, Really? Yeah. I'm almost finished season one. And it's hard. Every episode is hard. But it's a lot. It, it, but not just that. It's like all like the, the one, two, three trilogy. The 90s trilogy. It's just all like that galactic politics and
1: slow and galactic politics mm. could be awesome. It was just not done well in, in the movies. Like my understanding is the show does it even like better. Like
0: it actually like, like instead of it being like fast forward galactic politics, it's like actual like politics with ramifications and like backroom deals and all that stuff. I I've never been able to get, get into it, But sure. but there's yeah. a curated, there's a curated list of that too, where it's like, it cuts down, like, here's like the seven or eight episodes a season to watch, which is still a lot to get through, but you're like down from the like 30 or whatever it is since it's a cartoon. I,
2: I just don't think Anakin Skywalker is an interesting character. He could be. <laughs> I don't think he ever has been, though.
0: I mean, but it, well, but this is, but like, but the Clone Wars is why everybody loves Ahsoka, right? Like,
2: yeah, and, and Filoni, the the director, writer, showrunner. And mm-hmm. if that's his training ground, and that's what gives us Mandalorian, then, then fine, Clone Wars is fine. I just yeah. it, it's never grabbed me, and I've given it lots of like, lots of times.
1: Internet, internet fanboys,
0: like fanboys, fangirls, fan people, internet fan persons
2: love Ahsoka. Like you'd swear, like no, she was the coolest. My impression of Ahsoka, and like, come at me if you want. She's Jubilee in the X Men comics uh, cartoons.
1: Man, I do like Jubilee. Can you believe anything on the internet, though?
2: No, but like that's my that's my take. I've I've watched the first season, and Ahsoka is basically point of view Padawan, like the 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 kitty. And maybe that's movie. maybe maybe
0: that's why like she resonated so much with fans, right? Because we've never really had that. Like our point of view Padawan was Anakin, and he's a dick, and and Luke, and Luke, and Luke. Yeah. And he was also like Luke's also like a bit of a whiny
1: jerk, like. And like, too too old to be a proper padawan, right? Like you had the like emergency training as opposed yeah, to yeah exactly. Proper, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So but like so,
0: Ahsoka might have absolutely tapped into the like,
1: what if I was
0: a Jedi as a kid, like you know, like properly and not be a Skywalker of destiny and just be like a good Jedi, right? Like that's like that's ah- Ahsoka's endgame is she ends up being a pretty good Jedi, not the most important linchpin of the entire galactic fate. I mean, I totally. guess
2: so. I guess that's why I like Kitty Pride, because she was my point of view character when I started reading X Men. Yeah,
0: and that's why you like yeah, Jubilee. Yeah, that's, that's why I like Jubilee. Exactly, that's it. Where you're just sort of like, man, hanging out with the X Men would be real cool. Like being a Padawan would be real cool, <laughs> without necessarily having the like fate of the entire galaxy in my hands and just being a cool Jedi. Um, anyways, uh, that's good stuff.
2: Old yeah, nineties television.
0: Old nineties television. Uh, speaking of old, I guess yeah, nineties, early two thousands television. Uh, it was WrestleMania weekend this weekend. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah,
0: and and they they elevated the comedy wrestling match to like potentially the masterpiece of comedy wrestling that I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: This is and this hang on, and this I want to I want to throw this out. You're you're putting this match which you're going to tell us about uh-huh. above Orange Cassidy and Pac having slow kicks with each other and above the Stadium Stampede
0: uh, yeah in terms of pure comedy oh, Stadium Stampede this, this, Stadium Stampede is very funny but it's not a, I, but here now it's like a cinematic it was cut There was editing I'm not saying it's the funniest thing that's ever happened in wrestling I'm saying for a start to finish comedy match and I guess you have to put an asterisk of Stadium Stampede is not a match. It's like a cinematic experience.
2: Because 100 yards of suplexes. Yeah, exactly. That didn't really
0: happen, Scott. (laughs) They didn't suplex all the way down the football field.
2: Matt Hardy getting resurrected in the pool of resurrection. Multiple
0: times. Coming back as multiple gimmicks. (laughs) Yes, none of that. Like That was not performed in front of a live audience. They had multiple takes. They had editing. So there's like an asterisk on Stadium Stampede. But this stands toe to toe with Stadium Stampede, nice. as like the height of comedy wrestling, and they achieved this feat by having Sami Zayn wrestle Johnny Knoxville. What? <laughs> and with heavy interference of most of the Jackass crew, like the greatest. <laughs> so so many so many great moments. Like WWE nailing the camera work by having the big, big, big giant hand was kept out of frame for, like, the entire match (laughs) until Sami Zayn comes around the corner and it just swings into his face. Like, and you, like, genuinely did not see it. Like, like they cut around it live expertly so that you did not see the hand at any point until it clips. Sami Zayn goes under the table, uh, under the ring to grab a table and then you hear, like, a snapping noise and he's like, what the fuck? And, like, pulls his hand back and then realizes that there is a table under the ring but that there's like a hundred mouse traps glued to it.
2: Amazing. That's good.
0: <laughs> so- like he goes up up top at one point to do like an off the top rope move, and Giant Oxford like shoots his hand up and presses a button and just like sparkler pyro goes off in the corner that Sammy's in and like falls out going going crazy. Knocks him down, shoots a bowling ball into his dick. We man, Wee man power slam, Sammy Zayn. Like gets him up on his shoulder and like chucks him like Hulk Hogan chucking Andre the Giant. Like Wee Man is a little dude, and Sami Zayn is like a big man. Yeah,
2: he's he's like six two,
0: at least. Yeah, exactly. So like, imagine a little person picking up like Built John on his shoulders and having and getting like and like getting him like up and over.
2: That's amazing.
0: Pure brilliance. Uh, at the and the best was I was watching it with some people who were like not super Jackass fans. So and who the hell a,
1: isn't a super Jackass fan? So maybe Chris
0: Vendito. Ugh. I think he's too young. Even, even yeah. he was saying he's like, I think I'm too young for it. Like there's like a little, like an age a little bit younger than us, and you're like, yeah, you kinda missed it. Kind kinda missed it. Huh. Uh, and and the 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 audience, like not the audience, but like Cole kind of played dumb and, and McAfee like was like smart or whatever. But there was like a moment like when Pontius just like jumps, like, the barricade, and then just, like, jumps in wearing the tracksuit, and he's kind of, like, dancing in the ring. And, like, there was, like, a number of people were, like, who's this guy? And I was, like, oh, man, it's Party Boy. <laughs> they like, they're, like what's up? I was, like, what's gonna happen? I'm, like, he's gonna tear off his clothes and aggressively dance at him, is what's gonna happen. <laughs> and, but, sure enough, wearing yep. the tiniest thong, like, a wildly small thong, Party Boy rips off his clothes, does, no offense, just dances at him as much as he can. Hilarious. I was like gig- giggling like a, like it, it was Sami Zayn from Montreal, who I love as a wrestler, doing a complete jackass sketch with the jackass guys. And holy at crap. WrestleMania. Did they, at WrestleMania. And holy, like there, I don't it, all, they all took like such like gnarly bumps. Like every time he kicked them in the head, like you saw their neck snap. And I was like, he's just like, I'm like, the guys just told him to kick him in the head. Like, yep. <laughs> I was like, there was no like no protected spots for the celebrities with the Jackass group whatsoever. Were the, were the new kids there? Yeah, some of the new kids were there. Nice. They didn't have it like they 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 popped and uh, and like set up a table and whatever else like that. But yeah, like Knoxville took a suplex through a table, like because of course he did. Like, oh my god, did you
2: guys watch Jackass Forever?
0: I haven't I was oh, waiting. Man. I'm actually. I have my my plan is to uh, set up the projector uh, some like summer evening and and do it up. I feel like you have to watch it in like a group. Oh hell yeah! Feel like, I watched
1: yeah. it myself. by yourself. Yep. Yeah. And, and were, did you? Laugh? <laughs> were were you, you happy? Were you stoned? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Uh oh, <laughs> really? oh, Scott
2: Scott. You were not happy, or you were not stoned. I was not stoned, and I was pleasantly surprised by the vibe mm-hmm. of the movie. Uh, I don't want to get into too many spoilers. It's an ode to friendship. It is. I've read. It is. I've read. I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but I will say some surprising uh, takeaways. One, the new people, theres five of them, fit in, fit in pretty well. And they mm-hmm. also seem pretty nice, even even the guy who's named Poopies. Poopies. <laughs> yeah, Poopies looked like he was going to be kind of a dickhead, but he was fine. Uh-huh. He, was, he was kind of a funny dickhead.
0: Uh, and two And it's fine, you need to have a dickhead because you need to have someone who they gang up on. Like you like yeah, Bam's gone, right? Bam. Even, yeah. like, <laughs> like you need to have someone who's like who you like to see
2: like each yeah. day. Uh two, Stevo takes one perfectly innocuous bump that, that made me cringe, just like curl up in a ball going, No, I don't like that. Mm. Kind of like the <laughs> the time if they all give themselves paper cuts you just kind of like oh the stop <laughs> he does one of those uh yeah. and the last one i think danger aaron is the star of this movie wow, wow. like he, he does
0: well he gets things. uh francis nganu punches him in the dick
2: and that's not even the worst thing that happens to him <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: that in that, that super state. heavy super heavyweight ufc fighter champion <laughs> punches
2: him in the dick ufc champion <laughs>
0: UFC champion, yeah,
2: and that's not even the worst thing that happens to him in that sketch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, really man. pumped for this. I, it, it, I completely, completely fell out of my mind after it came out, and I, I just, well, yeah. so they,
0: they never screened it at the VIP cinemas, which I think was like, I guess because they didn't want people to like wreck the fancy stuff at the VIP cinemas. But I was right. like, but, but, but I was like, but that's the place where you can go and drink. Mm. Yeah. You know, so I mean,
2: technically, they're all places you can go and drink, just not all. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure that plenty of people were drinking it, jack, but it, it seemed to get like a pretty small theatrical release. Like uh, it was like only in a couple theaters, and it was like not. I don't even know if it's still in theaters or whatever. But I was like, Sarah and I poked around like to try to go watch it on, like a cheapy Tuesday or whatever. But then I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I was like, well, when it comes out on video on demand, we'll do a night of it up on the roof when it's a little bit warmer weather and make like a. Like watching it on, in a group, I think is the way. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure.
2: I, I think there's, I think this might be the last one for one of the Jackass crew. Like one of them is just like I'm done.
1: I mean, that's hardly a surprise. They've they've taken a bunch of bumps. Is, is it you know, Dave? Because is is Dave, <laughs> Dave cause I was like, because Dave has been like
0: sick of this since the show. <laughs> like Dave England always just looks so bummed.
2: It is Dave. <laughs>
0: He always looks so like so upset to be involved with anything. He looks so tired.
2: <laughs> like he does it and he goes along with it and he, he does his best, but oh, Um that's also
0: always kind of the vibe that he had though. Was always just like... And I also like that he how frequently he just like wore sweaters. <laughs> like, like they're all dressed like skater guys and Knoxville's doing like always the jeans and the flannel shirts and whatever, like rock and roll stuff, and Dave is just like looks like a normal guy in a sweater. <laughs> and then just eats shit and looks sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you yeah, know the, the the Jackass match at WrestleMania was uh was pretty fantastic. Definitely definitely a high point. And like a high point I think for the for Sami Zayn too. Like I was like for a guy who like actively like I like I don't think there's a better guy on the roster than Sami Zayn to have done that. Like just knowing that like he he comes to town when he's in town like when he was like injured and stuff like that and like does improv with Twiggy to a hundred people at the Montreal Improv because like he just loves comedy and shit. Like, despite being an active wrestling superstar, mm-hmm. he'll do improv stuff with his buddy to a crowd of like fifty to a hundred people at the Montreal Improv.
2: But they also so put for, in, they put in the work for this feud. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they built up to it. This is this is this was like a long form, like four or five month payoff program. Like this started before the Royal Rumble. Like in the build up to Royal Rumble. This started. Yeah. And then Knoxville was in the rumble. And then for the last couple of months they've been messing around with each other like at
2: on red carpets and on red
0: carpets and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like like and then this all culminated to a WrestleMania match. Like it wasn't just a, a weird one-off. <laughs> like Logan Paul. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god, Logan Paul though like two two things two things that I need to give a shout out to Logan Paul for. One, pure pure heel shit is coming to the ring with a $5 million Pokemon card on a silver chain around your neck, or I guess like a platinum chain around your neck, Uh a $5 million. I'm sure like, obviously it was not the real one, but like he had made uh, the news like a day or two before WrestleMania because he just purchased a $5 million Pokemon card, (laughs) which is like top tier heel shit. What a (laughs) troll. And he has it in a special case, wearing it around his neck, coming out <laughs> like wild booze. Uh-huh. So yeah, thirty thirty nine of these, thirty eight or thirty nine of these cards were ever made. It's the Pikachu Illustrator card. It was a reward for some competition that happened in Japan in the nineties, and only one of them is a perfect grade ten. And he and he bought, he traded his grade nine, which is valued at about a million something. Plus $4 million for the only grade 10 of this card in existence.
1: I fucking love it.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's something, it's something ridiculous. Like it's, he, it's the Guinness book of records for the most expensive Pokemon card, but it's also like, even amongst like card collectors and stuff, right. it's one of the most valuable cards like produced in the last like 20 years or whatever. Cause like there's more expensive cards, but they're like century old Babe Ruth cards or whatever, right, you know, like, right, they're, right, like right. they're like, they're like, you know, actual like, uh, like antique artifacts, yeah. and that's where some of the value comes from. This is a Pokemon card valued at five point one million dollars. Yeah, that is
1: fucking amazing.
0: Which is a, a top level heel shit. And then also hit like a picture perfect, like beautiful three amigos. Gets up on the top, like against Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. like like doing the full like like the like the scissor kick up into each three of them, like like picture perfect, beautiful. Gets up on top, does, like, Viva La Raza, a little shimmy up on the thing, hits a beautiful frog splash, and then, like, nails the kip up. Like, it's, I was like, yep, and, like, just cacophony of booze. And I was like, well played, Logan Paul. Like, you've made everybody hate you. You you came down to the ring wearing a $5 million Pokemon card and then disrespected the spirit of Eddie Guerrero. Like, you have made wrestling fans turn on you as hard as they possibly could. In
2: front of his son. (laughs)
0: <laughs> in front of his son Dominic Mysterio <laughs> yeah so I was like so uh, yeah so props to him for the, the, the heel massive massive heel work wait uh, did he win the match yeah and they does won that,
2: does that put him in line for the Dominic Mysterio line of fatherhood or is it still Edge there's someone on Reddit who, because... Yeah, no, who's keeping
0: track of the the, track the paternal rights to Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the what?
1: Do I want to know? Do I... Is, is there... Very quick... Funny. Very quickly. Rey Mysterio
2: has a son named Dominic. And in the early 2000s, uh, a match was used to decide who was actually the father of Dominic. Okay. And uh, Eddie Guerrero won, won this match. And in doing so... um became Dominic's father. In, <laughs> his
0: kayfabe father.
2: Okay. And this Redditor has posited that if his the title of father to Dominic Mysterio could be won in a match, then it must be defended like a title. Uh-huh. And therefore tracked every match since, winners and losers, to see who the true
0: line is. The, who is currently <laughs> Dominic, Dominic <laughs> Mysterio's father. <laughs>
1: uh uh-huh. The best application of Reddit ever. So is it now Logan Paul? Is that that's what I'm asking? I think it's still Edge, probably. At one point
2: is Dominic Mysterio gonna get a shot at his being is his Dominic, own Fury, Dominic Mysterio can become his own father. <laughs> yes.
0: And then I guess the other the other super noteworthy thing, like in terms of pop culture crossover from WrestleMania, was uh Stone Cold actually kinda wrestled a match. Yeah. Like uh with uh, with Quebec's own Kevin Owens. Which was a, a huge, huge, huge opportunity for, for KO and I mean nobody nobody pops a crowd like Stone Cold Steve Austin in Texas. Yeah. Like like it's it's been a while. Like I was like I was like oh yeah and I was like I was like we were just like we we're talking about like glass shatters and the crowd going wild and stuff. But it was like still like when they cut to the crowd cam the, the camera's just vibrating. Like it was like it might have been WrestleMania X seven kind of thing. Like when you say and you just see like the, the, the all of the cameras begin vibrating as like 75,000 people lose their minds, like yeah, uh yeah, it was a fun fun little bit, and like I said, he actually actually let uh it's the first time someone someone was like talking about it on, on Reddit or whatever else like that. It's the first time uh Stone Cold has let anyone get offense on him in 19 years.
2: Well, yeah, his last match was 2003.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, but he's always showed up and done like the stunner spots. Yeah, right. Like he still shows up and like stuns people. But like, like Owen suplexed him and stuff. Like it was like they're like, he he took moves. It's the first time he's like been on the receiving end of any offense. So that's like, that's got to be cool for KO. Like it's still cool for just, you know, I think anybody like, uh, what do you call it? Like Xavier Woods talked about it being like, Oh, they're like, you, you job to like an old guy, whatever. And he's like, yeah. Okay. Go to any wrestling fan and be like, "Hey, you want to get in the ring and take a stunner from Stone Cold?" They're like, "Yeah, obviously you do." Like, what are we talking about? Like, this yeah. is not a bad moment in my career. I just ate a stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Get out of here. Always. But for like anyone would do it.
2: Yeah, he could. He could do fan access and charge three hundred bucks to eat a stunner. <laughs>
0: uh, did you see? Did you see Austin Theory sell st- 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 of the stunner? No. It's all time. <laughs> he like jumps high enough where he's like, could have probably like, if it was the Royal Rumble, he could have been eliminated by the stunner. <laughs> Goes like high enough, eggs full, legs flailing through the air as he bounces into the sky.
2: Good time. And
0: then Mr. McMahon eats the worst stunner in history because he just can never take the stunner properly.
2: That's like, he doesn't know. And he's know, now in his seventies.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was an okay WrestleMania. I'll, I'll, they they did the big spectacle, and it was like I said, the, the pop culture stuff was was pretty on point.
2: I'm just not invested in the big time wrestlers anymore. I don't.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but how... the Jackass crew. The Jackass I give a crew. shit about wrestling. wrestling. That's it.
2: fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. How was the um, Seth Rollins Cody match? It's fine. Just
0: fine. <laughs> Probably the I would say in terms of pure wrestling the num- number one best wrestled match of the weekend was, uh, Bianca versus Becky. Right. By like a mile. Like they put on like a, and, and again, cause there were stakes, right? Like that's like a year plus of buildup. Right. Cause like mm. she was, she showed up and like stole, like basically like Rob Bianca of the push with the five second squash that everybody got pissed off at. And then yeah. they have been like interweaving the story for an actual like year long. So that was like really great wrestling with motivation. Uh, I think that saving Cody's debut to WrestleMania was probably a mistake. Because I was like, A, it was spoiled like a month before it happened. Yeah. Like everybody knew it was Cody. And then because they saved it for WrestleMania, there was no, there's no build. Like there's no reason for them to hate each other or whatever. Like there's no like storytelling. You're just like, Seth Rollins is like, okay, let's go. And then they have a, they have a very good wrestling match.
2: I wonder why they wouldn't put Cody in like, impact for a week in nwa for a week you know just to like one help someone over there put them over do a promo with them Mm -hmm. uh impact's already shared wrestlers Mm -hmm. wwe this year like just have them show up there sit ringside you know walk in with someone else and say this is my guy they're like really throw smoke in the air
0: at least, or something. Yeah, but instead, no. It's like, oh, Cody just disappeared for a month.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> and then he showed up to fight Seth Rollins because, of course, he did. You know, they're like...
2: Yeah.
0: Like, they are making fun of it on Puck Soup. They were like, how could Seth Rollins not get a match at WrestleMania? He's literally, like, the third biggest star on the roster. Like, it was such... Like, the storyline being that maybe Seth Rollins isn't at WrestleMania was the stupidest storyline. Yeah like and and then it was doubly stupid when a month ago we were like oh yeah it's going to be Cody and then instead of being able to build it to anything
2: have it be the surprise that everyone knew was coming
0: yeah it was, was kind of stupid I anyway really you- really real good wrestling match and then i think uh otherwise the other pretty good wrestling match and it was just like and again they 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 kind of puck called it on puck soup I, it was better than what they called but like edge and aj like again they're like two dudes who really know what they're doing Went out and like showed that they really know what they're doing. Uh, uh, then uh, Street Profits Gable and Otis and RK Bro did their absolute best AEW impersonation. Flippy of, shit. Uh, flippy shit. Multi man crazy tag team match, but it was good. It was real good. Like it was. Yeah. It it didn't. It didn't look like a rip off, even though we're like, yeah, this is. This is absolutely. A, I see you AEW. Look <laughs> what we can do. Look at all these flips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd still rather watch AEW, you know, put uh, the Hardy Boys, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, and pff, I don't know, Private Party, Top flyer. RK-Bro
0: is still one of my favorite tag teams, though. They're so funny. It's such a great, <laughs> such a great gimmick. Just Randy Orton with, with a shitty mustache and his stoner buddy who rides a little scooter. And they're just an absolutely dominant tag team. <laughs> like, it's just... Just, just hey Randy <laughs> and Riddle fights without shoes on. Yep. <laughs> rides around and his rides around on a little like micro like Laser one of those scooter. little like yeah little kick scooter thing wearing flip flops. Uh yeah, our RK bro is a, an amazing tag team. And also, I, I I'm calling it now. I was like when they inevitably when there's the inevitable heel turn and they have to split up. I was like, but the correct way to do it. Is like Riddle obviously turning heel on Randy, right? Because like Randy, uh-huh. te- Randy turning heel has like been telegraphed and happened three thousand times. But I like from a storytelling perspective, like the one time Randy truly opens his heart to friendship for his stoner buddy Matt Riddle, and then is betrayed,
2: <laughs>
0: and he's just like deeply
2: hurt. Uh, and then he starts wearing a mask, of <laughs> <Like> a sad <laughs> clown. Exactly. If he just gets really, really
0: sad, goes on like an epic losing streak. (laughs) Like can't catch a win because he's just sad. Starts coming out to
2: Depeche mode.
0: (laughs) I would love, I would be the best. It would be the best ever. (laughs) Randy Orton gets really sad because the first time in like a 30 year wrestling career that he really has a friend. (laughs) He is, he is the one who finally gets betrayed because he's always betrayed everyone.
2: Oh man, it can be better. Riddle could have, like, Instagram pictures hanging out with Batista and Triple H. <laughs> you know, with Ted DiBiase Jr. Just being like, hey.
0: <laughs> New evolution.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: And uh, and I guess, oh, yeah, and Triple H, I mean, officially retired, which I guess was... Uh, and, and incredibly, did it in, like, five words. I was like, wow. Yeah. Triple H came down to the ring in a suit, left his boots in there, and said... Uh, I'm going to start this off the only way I know how welcome to WrestleMania and then walked out and that was it. And I was like, wow. And I was like, that's the, uh, we were like cheapest, most inexpensive triple H entrance to WrestleMania ever. Like, is this the, is this the okay. la- first time he's walked out in like 10 years, 15 years?
2: No, no Terminator. No
0: no Terminator, no motorcycle, no Mad Max, no, no, no giant, uh, throne, also it was hilarious too later in the show edge edge came up out of like a out of hell on a throne and he's like finally thrones are back on the table triple h retired <laughs> <laughs> like, now i can have a throne uh yeah i would say it was overall probably one of the better wrestlemania's i've seen in the last like several years they did a good job of like mixing up like the wrestling with the with the pop culture stuff nothing was super stupid nothing was super long well not, not nothing was super long. The Vince McMahon thing on Night was way too freaking long. Where he had a match for just some reason beat the shit out of McC- like Bat McAfee for like ten minutes. It, the dumbest. Anyway, WrestleMania, everybody, Good times. happened. Did happened it last slap? Week. It was stupendous. That was that was also something I guess vaguely noteworthy for some reason. And apparently, like all 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 signs, like backstage signs, point to the fact that like Vince McMahon. Heard someone say stupendous and was like, that's a great word. That's the branding of this year's WrestleMania. Everybody needs to say stupendous again and again. (laughs) So all of the announcers and all of the promo stuff, everybody's had to say stupendous.
2: Keith, because you missed John's uh, segue there, you have Mm -hmm. to keep Vince McMahon's mouth uh, name out of your fucking mouth. (laughs) I get it. His name out of your fucking mouth
0: so i don't know so you're, you're trying to say that like something something slapped in the last week or two. one, one of my favorite takes about all of this was donald glover was, was on jimmy kimmel and he was like nobody is. he's like the, the real shame is for all of us who are doing press this week because he's like we have homework every morning <laughs> like we need to like have be up to date on the articles and what's happening and whatever because because we're all being at we're all being asked about it. Like when I booked this interview, I did not think I had to be like fully aware of like Will Smith's marital situation, Chris Rock's relationship with comedy, like all of this. He's like, the, he's like, I most- just have homework. He's like every day of press, my PR people send me homework about this. Instead of just being able uh-huh. to like show up and have a fun interview. I now need to have an opinion. And he, he's like, he's like, I'm quite frankly, he's like, I'm not sharing any opinion because he's like, a actor, musician walked up and slapped a comedian, and I'm all three of those things, so I'm not taking sides. <laughs> I was like, "Well done, Donald Glover. Stay did out you guys, of
2: this." Did you guys manage? Did you guys manage to see uh, Chris Rock's first stand-up appearance after this?
0: I heard about it. I read it's about so it. So good.
2: So his name is announced, the crowd goes wild, he walks on stage, he picks up the mic, he goes, so how was your weekend? (laughs) Now, I'm not going to talk about it too, too much, because I wrote this show for you last week. (laughs) whole show, I wrote it, this is what you're going to get. I was like, bravo, good stuff. Yeah. How was your
1: weekend? I don't know, Thing like, everybody has a hot take. Everybody, everybody, everybody um i saw jim carrey's and his was pretty good he was just like it's sad you know something you know obviously will is in a bad place and mm-hmm. um it's sad that he kind of like ruined the night for all the people who worked really freaking hard to be at the oscars and it was like their special thing and now mm-hmm. the only thing anybody's gonna remember about this year's oscars is <laughs> will smith slapping yeah no? you know
0: there was also like there was like um one of the, uh, the 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 improv guys there, Vance, Vance Gillis, had the thing where he was just sort of like, he's like, one day I hope that we get to have, like, a biopic that, like, follows Will Smith, like from like growing up poor in Philadelphia and like rapping or whatever else like that parents just like,
1: don't understand nightmare mm-hmm. on my street, man. I had that, album. you know, just, and just
0: like, just like going through the entire thing to like carefully cultivate an entire like career, like branching into television, then movies and like action star, but then like res- getting respectable roles and like just hunting after the best like actor role. And then just somehow face planning at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yep. just like, like oh, a 40-plus year career to to become, get one of the, like the most, one of the basically, I think the most prestigious award in entertainment is an Oscar, right? And like to win it as an individual, like...
1: Maybe I, if you were an artsy nerd, you might consider one of the cans or like one of the Sundance Awards more important, but I think... But I don't think general, you get that as
0: an individual. I don't think you, I think like films win at Cans. I don't think yeah. like a guy wins a thing at a Cans. At it's like certainly one of the like... Definitely the most showy and like certainly one of the most prestigious I think you could do as an entertainer is like winning like a singular best actor, actress role as an Oscar Mm -hmm. and then just somehow face planning right before. And that's like, like him winning is like an afterthought somehow in all of this.
2: Would you slap, sit down credits? (laughs) Exactly. No,
0: no, no. Postscript. Uh, you know, I also love, uh, what's his name there, the uh, foreign filmmaker Alejandro, what's his name, one of the best takes. Where he was like, Will Smith, the devil is not real. This is not an excuse for your behavior. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, also hilarious. that there is no devil, Will Smith. That is not a real thing.
1: I have uh, a hot take. You want, you, take? My, you want my hot take? So uh, I looked at old Mr. Smith's Willard willard jr mm-hmm. i looked at his imdb page and he has two uh big action movies on the go bright two mm-hmm. and he has bad boys four mm-hmm. so how much do you want to bet wager that he has in bad boys four with michael bay back at the helm a walking away from the explosion not looking at it shirts off jack to the tits
2: yeah of shot. course yeah,
1: yeah yeah of course yeah. he does okay he's in his 50s Mm-hmm. I bet you anything he is on 17 different types of testosterone to get oh. him into jacked up state. We've we've seen other actors who you would not have expected to to have violent, crazy outbursts do so. Christian Bale famously caught on Mike losing his fucking mind. And that was Chris during Benoit. Okay. Okay. So that, but you're not, you're not wrong, right? Like it's, it's in the same ballpark mm-hmm. of, of what I'm trying to say here yeah. is that I don't know for sure, but I would bet anything uh, as, as a 50 year old man trying to be jacked. Like he was not when he was 20, mm-hmm. he's probably fucking doped up on testosterone and you could be Mahatma Gandhi and you could lose your mind if you were jacked to your face on testosterone mm-hmm. and lose your mind in a, in a, such a situation. People don't talk about that. That is very I mean, plausible. Stallone does. Stallone does he?
2: Does. Yeah, he, he freely admits during the Expendables. He's like, yeah, I'm on HGH.
1: I mean, I'm, of I'm course, they, they, they all are. But, yeah. and, if, and if you get them in the right interview, they, they will admit it. But there is not a single one of those leading men who is not on performance-enhancing drugs, at, yeah. at least intense testosterone, to get those shots. What's right. his name, um, who played Wolverine? Uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman, right? He talked about how much he fucking hates doing that. How it's like you have one shot that you have to do with your shirt off, and it takes a month of preparation. You're like mm-hmm. a week before you're doing the same thing UFC guys do, where they're like cutting and like yeah. not drinking water for days ahead of time and whatever. It's crazy. Can't they just CG abs? I wonder if it's if it's just easier to make people suffer. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, you know... if Roman,
2: if Roman Reigns can win titles wearing a vest I mean so yeah. can so can any of the bad boys
0: yeah but now he takes his shirt off Roman Reigns takes his shirt off now he wears this weird little tribal chief uh, uh, necklace thing also and again I said I've said it once i said it before Paul Heyman deserves an Emmy <laughs> it's sad that somehow wrestling like doesn't qualify for the Emmys which I'm like is weird I was like it should
2: it probably does, Keith. It just doesn't get nominated. <laughs> it is it's a, a par- television show.
0: Yeah. I think that apparently, because apparently it, if, it, if it were to qualify, it would qualify as like musical or variety or something like that. And, and there's certain that things sense. that like that, that remove it from that. Apparently it doesn't actually like qualify for certain elements of production or whatever, which I was like, that's stupid. It's like because it's like how like a good hockey game can't ruin an Emmy, but I was like, but a good hockey game isn't scripted. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, isn't it? Uh, I
2: mean, a little, I suppose. Unless you're like, man, I really hope that uh, that Arizona announcer isn't scripted. Stupid fucking Arizona call. announcer. What's, what's the story? So the Arizona Coyotes are playing the Anaheim Ducks uh, a couple days ago. And mm-hmm. the Ducks light up the the Yotes. Uh, Trevor Zegris hits another Michigan goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, towards the end of the game, Jay Beagle for the Coyotes gets on the ice, um, cross-checks Trevor Zegris to the back, knocks him mm-hmm. down. And Troy Terry, the leading scorer on Anaheim, kind of jumps in to break up the fight. And Jay Beagle punches him to the point of near-unconsciousness on the ice. And... Darn near breaks his orbital bone. Uh, Terry gets carried off. Didn't play the next game. And uh, Terry got two minutes for roughing. Beagle got five minutes for fighting. And no other discipline was was awarded on this. And mm-hmm. the announcer was like, well, I mean, this is what happens when uh, you try to skill it up. And you smile and you smirk. Yeah, These, these young kids, they don't understand. They're going to get a punch in the mouth for that. And you're what? like... What?
0: that's a great take
2: so he does an interview the next day after the internet is just like hey (laughs) and and again
0: for for context this is three or four days after chris rock got slapped by will smith Yeah, (laughs) like like punching getting hit in the face is like at the front of everyone's mind
2: and like terry does not drop his gloves he just kind of goes into the scrum to like you know break up the fight as every scrum happens guys grab Mm. onto each other so they can stop punching uh yeah, the announcer's like, I didn't mean to say like skill it up. I meant like hot dogging. And no, I don't think Jay Beagle was wrong and I don't think he should have stopped punching until the linesman got in even if Troy Terry was lying face down on the ice. That's fine. What? You're like, what? Did you just double down? Sure did. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the worst. Huh. And that's why he's not going to win an Emmy for best musical <laughs> variety. Damn it! Tyler Nash is the, the announcer. Wow, dick bag! What a piece of shit!
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, in terms of the the whole Chris Rocker Will Smith slap in the face, I don't know. it, it, just, it, it happened. It's stupid.
2: No, maybe the, I, the Puck Soup take, Sean MacAndrew's take is the one that got me the most. What do you say? Does every guy who takes his girl to a comedy club who tries to heckle and gets clapped back from
1: the? Yeah, from now the think comedian. you can
0: slap the comedian.
1: I'll have to stand up and slap the comedian I mean, maybe if fucking Willard Jr. can do it All right. one another thing that I thought was kind of funny. did you read the the Fran
0: Leibovitz take? Tell me it. it it she was like part of, she was like, this is like this is a transaction that that the celebrities are a part of, which is they're at a made up show that perpetuates their like millionaire status. It's like, we're giving awards to millionaires to make sure that they, they, they stay millionaires. Uh-huh. And they were mm-hmm. like, and like, and since all of this has started part of the transaction and it like, it has almost always been like, since the time of Don Rickles is that a comedian gets up there and takes the piss out of them. And that's part of it. And that's why you get to go on being a millionaire and get a special award for being a millionaire. Cause they're like, this isn't a best actor award. It's a best actor like in a Hollywood film award, right? Like they're like, Mm -hmm. there's specific movies that can get them. It's not actually a best actor award. It's not saying Uh. Will Smith's the best actor. He's the best actor in Hollywood because the Oscars are meant to perpetuate like millionaires in Hollywood. That's like their raison d'etre. And always the host has taken the piss out of the people to like humanize them and knock them down a pay because the entire thing's a farce to begin with. And everybody in the arena knows that and knows that it can happen to them.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: So it's like, especially so like, when you're up for best, one of the main categories,
0: and, 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 and you're when you are seated in the front row, it means like you are literally the like royalty of this group of people, like, and that's why you're sitting in the front row, <laughs> like, like they're like, like all of this is like agreed upon, you know, like, and he's like, she's like, even like, even if he would have yelled back, it would have been like kind of still out of line, given all of that, like the fact that he got up on stage, she's like, is bananas. And maybe it was from doping or whatever. But it was just sort of yep. like, she's like, this is an agreed upon relationship that the Oscars have like allowed and perpetuated. And that's like, part of the deal is the
1: superstars
0: get the piss taken out of them. That's part of the, part of the relationship
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that has always been there.
1: Speaking of taking the piss, Ricky Gervais was like, well, it's a good thing I wasn't there. Cause you know, I don't think it was good comedy to make fun of her lack of hair. I would have made fun of her boyfriends.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, like that. That's uh, Macandrew does that too, where he was just sort of like when he's like, "Keep, keep your wife's name, out of, uh, keep my wife's name out of your mouth." McAdoo yeah. was like, "He's like, I'm not a professional comedian, and I had a couple real zingers spring instantly <laughs> to mind." So he's like, "Imagine like the thousands of comeback that like, like rattle through rattle like. through Chris <laughs> Rock's brain." And he yeah. did not. He didn't jump on any of them. Like
1: on, honestly, yeah. the GI Jane thing, you could even interpret it positively, right? Like it's powerful, powerful female character in like a heroic role. I, I don't, yeah. you know. Well, like like
0: tagging up on the on Fran Liebwitz thing, like that. Bill Maher said that also was just sort of like you could have worn a wig, like like you could have. Like sure. your styli- your stylist, and you decided that like rocking bald was the look for you on Oscar night. That was, that was also a decision. You weren't like you, he wasn't making fun of you bald at the supermarket. He was making fun of you bald with a look that has been crafted for months by you and your stylist. Yeah. Well, what, a $60, that was the look he was dress. making fun of, you know, yeah. like it wasn't like he suddenly like screamed out, Hey GI Jane across the street while you're, you know, like happened to be like, uh, you know, without hair and whatever they were like, it was a choice. Yep. Was, was yeah. Was it, was there alopecia or whatever? Sure but it was still a, a cultivated style choice to appear bald at the Oscars. that was a choice that you made. <laughs> and then, like mm-hmm. I said, pile, pile that in with the Fran Lebowitz thing of you're like, you know that you are a target for the jokes from the coming from the comedians and you decided to be bald at the Oscars.
2: That could have happened.
0: Like, someone may draw attention to it.
2: See Ricky Gervais at any Golden Globe ceremony. Yeah, first day for ever. sure.
0: And apparently also the Oscars were like, that wasn't a rehearsed joke or whatever, and blah 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 blah. I was like, Bullshit. Get out of here. First of all, but and even if it wasn't,
2: who cares? And it's even like... if it wasn't, they gave him permission to go off script. Yeah.
1: He didn't go fucking rogue with this. I, I wonder about that. Did did he? Like, he might have just decided to like you say go rogue, but he's a stand-up comedian, he for sure came up with that on the go.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. But I'm saying, but they also like they gave him
2: permission to like, hey, you're Chris Rock, go out there, make some jokes, do a little crowd work, nothing blue.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. Referencing a 25 year old movie,
2: like it's not a great joke. It's like it's not a great joke. That's that's what I feel bad for Chris Rock the most for, is that he's going to be dealing with the pushback on this joke he has to know is not a great joke. (laughs) yeah exactly he's like oh man he's told thousands of jokes you know in the last six months and that's the one that everyone's going to be coming at him with
0: i will also say the dumbest the dumbest possible fallout for this and this happens um i i I did not believe it until i was shown (laughs) shown text proof was a working comedian in montreal uh who worked weddings and whatever and like he'll do like comedy spots at weddings Works like we, talks to the bride and groom. What's on the table? What's off table? Tell me a couple funny stories about him. Tell me a couple funny stories about her. Sure. Do a little bit of crowd work. Boom! Like and he's like he's like I get paid for this. I'm good at it. I've worked multiple weddings. I usually do like like at least four or five a year kind of thing. Like like book me for your weddings. Had a okay. wedding had a wedding cancel on him and like in the in the cancellation like the 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 wedding planner who like he goes through like the wedding planner is like Hey, do you want a comedian? I'll put you in touch with the guy. Da, da, da. Like the wedding planner was canceling, so it wasn't like coming straight from the couple. They were like, "Oh, like in light of the events at the Oscars, like the couple uh, doesn't want to have comedy at their wedding anymore." Like in light of the event at the Oscars, we're not going to like have comedy. I
2: was like, what?
0: "What? What? It's just a bad time for comedy right now. No one wants to see comedy." Like,
1: I what? don't know. There's there's more to that story than 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 that. I. Th- I <laughs>
0: Also, Colin, hang on. I was about to mention Colin Joe's take was also hilarious. Colin Joe's was just sort of like, and he's like, and I say, shame on you, Will Smith, for setting an impossibly high standard for how a husband should react when someone makes fun of their wife, because he's married <laughs> to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, chain Joe's had a bunch had a bunch of pretty good ones. Going back and forth. That was uh they had they had some fun with it. But I think we could just we can forget about it now. Is that okay?
2: Yeah. No, Uh, no. No, it's we We I mean we should, but we won't. Everyone still remembers what the greatest music video of all time should have been. Like it's twelve years ago. Parents just don't understand? Oh, god damn it <laughs> I'm just saying this is bigger than Kanye messing with Taylor Swift This mm, never yep go that's
1: true was this, this worse? yes yeah, it was worse absolutely. it was definitely worse it wasn't yeah. just stealing someone's thunder it was yeah. Yeah. going up there and smacking someone hard physical violence
2: and then he
0: went
1: out and danced afterwards well he won the yeah. award you know it was his <laughs> night he'll be sorry the next day yeah, that's stupid. Just go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Donald Glover was also talking about that. He was like, he was at the Vanity Fair party?" Which is like, he's like, he's like, before he's like, before the ceremony was over, he's like, I was already pretty much over it. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, it happened. Everyone was like, "Did you see that?" And you're like, "Yeah, we're all watching the Oscars. We all saw it." <laughs> like, <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> like, this is a party. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I don't have to keep talking about this.
2: Let's let's look at my hundred thousand dollar gift bag. Ooh, yeah. there's a plot of land from Scotland in here. Ooh. Yay! Just giving those out.
0: In Donald Glover news: He's gonna get a Disney Plus series with Lando. Really? Come on now? Yeah.
2: Wow!
1: Wow! Wow!
2: They're spinning. That's something exciting. On of Solo. Hmm. They're spinning something out of the Solo movie.
1: Wait, the the only the good, good part,
2: part was wow, yeah. Donald this Lando. I just wow. thought they would do everything they could to forget about it.
1: I think they're going to do everything they can to forget about the Han Solo part. Hold, just... hold on, hold on, hold on. His performance was, was pretty good. He was a great Lando. But I, I recall his role having a lot to do with him being sexually attracted to robots. Eh? Why not? Do, do, is that going to be the show? Do I want to watch a show about... Yes. A character sexually attracted Disney to Plus,
0: first nc 17 rating
1: lando. <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't you john i don't think that i do and okay but no then... no
0: hang on really though if someone was just sort of like yo there's a six-part show on, about lando calrissian as played by donald glover I see romances robots across the stars. You're not like I'll watch it.
1: Nope, I'm I'm like hard out on Star Wars right now. It's gonna it's gonna take something really unusual for me to get back in. Wait, wait, wait. and what I just described
0: was not that. It's not that. <laughs> it's gonna oh take God. something really unusual. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual adventures of Lando Calrissian and a bunch of droids. is not
1: unusual enough. <laughs> it it is not. <laughs> Think of that's how far uh hundred and twenty days of solo.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just picturing r two units. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh
0: I have time for it though. I'll watch. I'll watch. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the the Mandalorian was super fun. Boba Fett was alright when it was when it was the Mandalorian. Yep. Like, the Star Wars Disney Plus stuff's been fun. And I think that the the, the, the low-key, like, I have a lot of space for time for Star Wars stuff that doesn't involve saving the entire galaxy and, and the Skywalkers and whatever else, because all that stuff's been pretty skywalkers. fun. Skywalkers. Too many Skywalkers. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Speaking of, I watched uh, I watched the first episode of Moon Knight.
2: Moon. Yeah, yeah, how did that go? So did I. Uh, it's good.
0: The... The... Exactly.
2: That is exactly my takeaway, too. It's fine. Good. I don't know. Uh, oh. uh, there's, but like... Uh, the Steven Watts'
0: face character is insufferable, though.
2: In... In their defense. It's been a long time since I've seen a superhero origin. They've mm-hmm. avoided those for a while. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I understand with Moon Knight, you kind of have to do one.
0: There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Like Sarah was like, "What's his deal?" And I was like, "It's a lot."
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not like planet exploded, land on Earth. Now he has superpowers. Yeah. No. Oscar Isaac is good. Yeah. The direction was good. I really liked uh-huh. the directing and editing in it. Ethan Hawke's good. Ethan Hawke's was great. I don't know what yeah. he's doing. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I have no idea. But like, like, like the opening shot of Ethan Hawke, John, is him like fetishistically like slowly drinking a glass of water, like placing it in like a nice little uh, like folded cloth, like gently folding it, smashing it with a hammer, then like emptying the shattered glass into his shoes and then putting his shoes on and then slowly walking like, like painfully away on a cane with the broken glass. You're like, you're like, wow, I'm interested in this guy. Like, I don't know. anything. <laughs> <when> to... <laughs> you're just immediately like, well, this guy's out of his mind and
1: he's the bad guy <laughs> my mind is honestly a little blown this is oscar isaac and ethan hawk in a movie and then this is a tv show in moon a six-part tv show about moon night wow 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 <laughs> what a time to be alive yeah this is this is one of the
0: the upsides of the the disney plus platform is and, and with a um a, what do you call it like an actual like uh The the director is also noteworthy too. I can't blanking. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the whole thing is it's it's should be a movie, but they're like, no, let's just take six episodes of a show to do Hmm. this. But yeah, Stephen, what's his name? Grant. Hmm? Yes, Stephen Grant. the The bumbling persona is is a very hard to. Like, there's needs to be less of them. And I feel who there will Who is be.
1: it? Is it Oscar Isaac, or is it... Yeah, it's still
0: Oscar uh, Isaac. The, the Moon Knight thing is that there's... He has uh, disassociative personality disorder. Uh-huh. And, and
1: isn't he also an Egyptian god? I think we talked about this last yes, week.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, but only one of the personalities is. Of course. So, of course. yeah, he, like, he has a regular guy who does not have powers. And then there's Mark What's-His-Face who does have powers. And then there's Mark other Spectre. personalities also. So... I don't know if they're going to have others in the show, but in the comic there is. Huh. So, it's directed
2: by Mohammed yeah. Diab. Where do we know him from? Uh, he's Egyptian. So doing the Moon Knight series about an Egyptian god is pretty good.
0: Yeah. he um, yeah, And has and also like vocally slagged on like DC and other things of being like, stop just fetishizing Egyptian stuff. Like you can't just be like, like it's a superhero thing. Now nah, they're in Egypt. He was like, looking at you, Wonder Woman. <laughs> for no freaking reason
2: which is amazing what because the movie is set preliminary predominantly in um the british museum which is great (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have things to say about uh the theft of egyptian culture
0: yeah you really can and i i kind of get that also um in terms of like it's been a trope that you're just like Egypt is magic and mystical, like it, it's just a thing. like Man. if you're actually from Egypt, you're like, "Get up sh- calm down, like
2: Okay,, yeah, we live here, please stop.
0: Yeah, exactly, like we're not we're not all like magical.
2: Speaking of uh, magical Egypt, I watched Death on the Nile this weekend. I wanted to. <sighs> it looks very nice. I will say that it's got that very good cinematography and set design. It does have Army Hammer in a big role, and I keep thinking about him wanting to eat someone, and I don't like that.
1: That's Mm-mm. not. That's not. Is fun. he is he a cannibal? Is that is that? Did I hear that right? Yep, he's
2: been caught s- sexting all kinds of people, saying, "If you had a rib surgically removed, I would eat it, and that would be the hottest thing."
0: He's a sexy cannibal.
2: Yeah. Huh? He's a f- cannibal fetishist. And this is a sequel.
0: This is a sequel to the Murder on the Orient Express, right?
2: Yeah, it's Kenneth Branagh playing
1: uh, Hercule Poirot. Hercule. Wait, that's fine. Kenneth Branagh playing? I thought he directed, and it was. Um, uh, no, it was no, it was Kenneth Branagh. No, it was Kenneth Branagh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm, four, four, or five years later. Yeah, it's it's a lot like Murder on the Orient Express.
1: Well, that's a good border. cast.
2: It's a good cast doing Hollywood actor things in a very cool looking pretty movie that takes a real long time to get going. And that's, that's kind of the books too though, right? Like they are no, the books are 250 pages and they fly. They yeah, fly. I'm trying to think of like
0: the Agatha Christie things. Yeah. It's they're like weekend reads.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm going to the beach today. I will finish this book. it's it was like a two-hour movie that had so much build-up and at one point just just f- straight up exposition like it was a video game one character talking to another character introducing everyone and their motivations in one scene that guy is this guy he's mad at this person for this reason that guy's this guy he's mad at this person for that person and he loves her
1: but now I feel that is in the I'm tense. Yes. We, we, we were actually both right. It it was directed by Kenneth Brana. starring and directed. Starring and directed.
2: Yeah,
1: there mm. you go. It's
2: fine. fine. It, it, it's mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, and I watched it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been mad if I had paid, you know, fifty bucks for two tickets and popcorn to watch that. But mm-hmm. flicking it on the TV, it was think- fine. I think that's okay. I think that there's spots for those movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's and, and now, like now, now
0: that streaming services have like a bunch of money, like I think that it was like it becomes like possible to make those films where I'm like, yeah, and I'll I will watch them on Disney Plus. I will never I would never go see like hey guys, want to go see Hercule Poirot's latest adventure in theaters? Like, you'd have to tell me it was, like, freaking amazing. I'd have to, like, know it was, like, a double S-tier film to, like, even consider. I'd be like, nah,
2: I'll wait, I'll wait till video for that, no matter yeah, how it is, good it sounds. It is very much not Robert Downey Jr. playing Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Hollywood blockbuster theater movie. It is Kenneth Branagh acting his way as Hercule Poirot to solve the mystery.
1: I thought it was a little self-indulgent, the uh, the the 2017 Murder on the Orient Express. Debbie and I actually watched both the old version and the new one, and mm-hmm. both of them, like I found, were were kind of there. There was like a little bit of nudge, nudge, wink, wink about about who's you know which Hollywood actor is playing which role, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think we talked about it at at length when uh, when it came. Yeah, out. Yeah, I think we even Scott watched yeah. it the first time. But I think, but that's yeah, kind
0: of cool. like the fun of like if you're gonna do like a like even I mean. Like a much more clever application of that is like *Knives Out*. Like, like murder mysteries are like ensemble things that you want each person to just like have their little moment to shine and like chew up the scenery a little bit. As this, like, like how does this ridiculous character fit within the plot? You know, like yeah. that's kind of the point of a *Who Done It*.
2: Yeah, but *Knives Out* is is like well crafted.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. No, and I'm John, not. I'm, I'm just saying. But like, this is like. like- even if it wasn't a well, like, it's a well-crafted mystery, but even still, it would be, like, even if it wasn't, it would still be pretty watchable because of the kooky characters. Like, you know, like, that's always part of a whodunit is the... Mm-hmm. the... Yeah. yeah.
2: John, you're you're saying that you thought that um, the first one was self-indulgent? Yeah. Like yeah. you saying, I really don't like Subway sandwiches. And me trying to recommend this to you, but, like, have you tried the meatball sub, though? Because <laughs> 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 uh, you're going to get... Pretty much the same thing with a bit of a different look.
1: Okay. Well, I don't have Disney Plus, so I, I'm not gonna. not, not, I'm not, not likely to cross. Yeah, it's okay. And I guess did you, I, I, did I, I, you watch I, your horrible movie? I feel like we're we're. Is, is no, there not, I didn't watch it yet. Are, are okay. we not supposed to punish you after it's been three episodes? Is there yeah. not? Is there not a second movie that needs to be allocated now? That means I'm supposed to
2: tag up on whoever's next. Ah, choice. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad. So I really don't next? want to watch Thunder Force. Who's up next? <laughs> I
0: was like, who's up next for the for the bad movie?
1: Right. I think it's me. you up
2: next. Really? I think you're up next. Yeah, okay. John, I think you
1: watched the last one. Okay. What was the last one you watched, John? I honestly have no recollection. Because
0: I, I really to... enjoyed one of the ones I watched. Yeah, that was... Um, uh, and I watched... Uh, I mean, no uh, whole barbers was.
1: It was Hagazusa.
0: I, I've watched Hagazusa, and I watched No Holds Barred. Catwoman I was, like, was after
1: that. Catwoman. Oh yeah, no, yeah.
0: So I think it's John. Yeah. Because I because Catwoman was pretty recently. I and feel John like I genuinely
1: enjoyed the last one that I watched, even though it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. You guys gave me Highlander too. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. And that so was back great. to me.
2: It's back to me. It is
1: back yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. The That's other, the other. Because
2: I don't want to get stuck on the one that Keith gives John, because last time <laughs> that happened was Bucky Larson, <laughs> which
0: was horrible. Uh, Uh, The the last little Oscar thing before I wrapped up the one wrap up the show Mm -hmm. was I read like an interesting piece of just being like talking about like the snub of Spider-Man No Way Home, not not getting tossed a best picture. And I was first out and I was like, that's stupid. Spider-Man No Way Home does not need a best picture nomination. That's a stupid thing. Marvel movies do not need to be nominated for best picture. The only one that ever has been was Black Panther. Uh, but the article made a relatively like compelling point, just to to to, to put everything that we talked about, or, like what the Oscars are and what their purpose is, uh-huh. is like to perpetuate Hollywood, and they were just sort of like they were like Spider Man, No Way Home, like essentially like single-handedly revitalized people going back to the movies, yep. and they were like, if that is not an argument for like we're not saying it's gonna win, but there's like freaking ten movies nominated or whatever. That is not an argument to nominate your like, no, like without Spider-Man No Way Home, the like industry of Hollywood was like threatened. And then like it was a triumphant return that you can still have a because people people had like uh like uh like Black Widow did okay, Fast Furious did okay, like all these other movies that had theatrical releases, a lot of them had video on demand, whatever. Spider-Man No Way Home did not have a video on demand tie-in. No date whatever, and subsequently, like still smashed at the box office over a billion dollars, which people were like, Can movies still do that post-pandemic? It was like an actual like question raised because all the movies were coming out either simultaneously on VOD or like with a month later release, like stuff that was coming out, you know, would have like a month later. And they were like Spider-Man No Way Home, had no video on demand tie-in, or even release date, came out only now, so like four months later or whatever, like a normal time to come out and still and smashed made billions of dollars is like the second most profitable film of all time
1: do they want that to be it's like a little do do they want the awards to be about the money like they they want them not to be about the money even though they they obviously are
0: exactly and and that's and that, that but that was the that was hence the the crux of the argument was the movie that like saved the hollywood film industry yeah like not the film industry but like the hollywood movie machine
1: like do you, do did, you it, talk, did it do save you it or would have been bone? some other movie that would have come come out? Ma- like what? The Matrix? No, it wasn't the it Matrix. It wasn't the Matrix. It wasn't Fast and the Furious.
0: It was like and and Spider-Man was, to its credit, real good. Like it was like a very, very good movie with like compelling story arcs and like excellently like wonderful acting from like an A list of
2: cast, like Oddly, you know? oddly, nuanced emotional moments. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> you have like you have Alfred Molina, uh, you know Jamie Foxx, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, like there's not slouches sitting here and like acting. You know, Benedict,
2: like, Benedict Cumberbatch is a Hollywood darling.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Emmy Award winning, youngest Emmy Award winner Zendaya. Like it's like the cast is ridiculous, and they're all doing a really good job of acting. They're like again, I was like, "Yeah, I was like, you, you kind of could have thrown it a bone, and I think that it would have been no uh, no shirt off the academy's back, and would you know, like what did, like that's what they're saying. They're like, what actually makes people go out to the movies anymore if it's not like to your point, you know, Murder on the Nile?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm I'm for good popular movies getting more recognition."
0: Yeah, well, they're good. Not, like they're not, not
2: all like, recognition, <laughs> but more recognition. Yeah,
0: and and they, and that's the other thing too. Is that the uh, the article like also went on to say that they're just sort of like again when you're when you're rewarding a film, you're rewarding all of the work of like of everything. And they're like, oh yeah, Spider Man got like the technical nominations, and you're like, yeah, but it was more than that. It like wasn't just an effects piece, you know. Like you're like, people came together to craft a film, and, and then you're like, no, it, but it was superheroes.
2: But we've seen it with superheroes, like. Last last year in a bit had, you know, uh, Eternals and Shang Chi and uh, Black Widow, and none of them were contenders. People aren't clamoring that all of them should have gotten nominated. Yeah, just like no, the good one should because they did the thing better. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's not easy. And they they put a lot of money into those other movies. We didn't
0: even and mention they, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who are also like. Have been like Academy Award nominees and stuff. Like, yeah, I guess it's just Tom Holland's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty Tom Holland. Anyway, kind of interesting. <laughs> I wonder. I think that was the 98.